Hey there, it's Bailey Hancock, career happiness strategist, creator of The One Year Career, and your host of The Bailey Hancock Show, a podcast that helps people figure out how to make big career moves with small steps. Navigating your career doesn't have to suck. I'm here to help you learn to love the process. Hey everybody, it's Bailey Hancock. I know we don't know each other yet, or maybe we do, and you're one of the few first listeners because you're my friend and I love you and you love me and you're very supportive. But for those of you that don't, I am your host of The Bailey Hancock Show. I know, shocking, right? Super original name. Uh, What can you do? I wanted to introduce myself in this very first podcast episode. I'll keep it relatively short, and I mean that. This won't be one of those, I'm going to keep it short, and then an hour later, I'm still talking. I will save those long-ass episodes for when I actually have people on that you're going to want to hear from, which, let me tell you, I've got some incredible guests lined up. Let me give you a little bit of background first and foremost on what exactly this podcast is and why you should listen past this very short, I promise, first episode. So The Bailey Hancock Show is a podcast that helps people figure out how to make big career moves with small steps. A lot of us get really overwhelmed with considering what in the world we're going to do for our career. Everybody seems to, at some point in their 20s, maybe like 25 to 29, that seems to be the crucial point, people often stop and think, I really need to figure out my life. I really need to figure out what I'm doing with my career. And I know that because I've been there and I've heard from hundreds of people through the workshops I've taught and the speaking gigs I've done who feel the exact same way. So if this describes you, you're in the right place. Um, The thing with figuring out your whole career is it's a fool's errand. Nobody can figure out their entire career at any point really until it's over. It's one of those things that you can reflect back on and find really cool threads that maybe you didn't see when you were in it, and you're able to find commonalities and really see like a through line in what made you go from one profession to another or one industry to another, or even stay in the same profession and industry your entire career. Those people do still exist. They're named Charlie, and they're my husband. He's a financial advisor, and it's really funny because the two of us couldn't be more different in our approach to our careers. I have had roughly 16 jobs in the last 11 years since graduating undergrad. Um, most of them have been in the education realm, but there have been quite a few that have dipped into hospitality and a little bit into entertainment and advertising. And I've had kind of a crazy 11 years of a career journey, and I wouldn't trade it for anything because. All of those experiences have led to the one that came right after and the one after that. And I have fully found and embraced the title of multi-passionate to describe who I am and how I go about my career. Um, Whereas Charlie is a financial advisor and he'll probably be a financial advisor for the whole time that he's working. So maybe that's why we work because we're kind of different in our approaches, but It's always interesting to remind myself that there are definitely people out there that do not follow the same wild, winding, crazy career path as me. But I will say the majority of people I know tend to fall somewhere in between the Bailey and the Charlies of the world. They're the people who maybe will have like four to five different types of careers, I guess, throughout their 40 plus years that most of us will work. They're people who have started out Um, pursuing a career based on the college that they went to or the degree that they got from that college. Although I will say the majority of my friends are not doing what they went to school for. Shout out to all of those people who have a degree that looks really nice hanging on their wall, but isn't necessarily helping them in their career, which is another great thing that we'll talk about on this podcast. 
you are totally able to switch gears throughout your career and you shouldn't feel bad about it, but you should be strategic about it, which leads me to what this podcast actually is all about. So we're going to talk about how to make big career moves with small steps. One of the things that I'm building right now and have been doing for a little while is I'm a career happiness strategist, which means I really work with people to help them identify what they're excited about, what they're good at, what they're interested in, and find a way to make that what they're doing for work. It doesn't always work out, but usually it does. And once people have figured out what that thing is that they want to do, usually that's where people get hung up and they get stuck. And they're like, okay, well, I know that I want to do this, but I've either been doing this, which is kind of different and doesn't make sense to jump from, you know, my accounting business to an event management position. What I do is through a progress or a process and a soon to be book, an online course called The One Year Career, I help people figure out how to make those big moves with small, actionable steps. So the whole purpose of this podcast is to have conversations around how to navigate your career in a way that doesn't suck, that doesn't feel painful and insurmountable and actually is fun and exciting because with 40 plus years of working, if you're not having a good time for most of it, you're doing it wrong, man. Life is too short to hate your job. I fully, fully believe that. And I also fully believe that if people loved what they did or at least didn't hate it, this world would be a way happier place. So often people take their frustrations out on their friends and their family and the people around them that they have about their job. If you're miserable in your job, chances are that's going to bleed through into other areas of your life and vice versa. It definitely works the other way. If you're unhappy in your life, it's probably going to creep into your job and make you think that maybe you're unhappy in your job when it could be something in your personal life that needs to be fixed. So in this podcast, it's going to alternate between times when it'll just be me, me and you like today, where I'm talking about a very specific subject. There'll be quick little bite-sized podcasts and then we'll have guests on and the guests will range from people who absolutely love what they do for work. I want to know, how did you get that job? Why do you love it so much? How do you stay happy year after year? Or do you? Do you switch gears every couple of years to keep that happiness and excitement alive? We'll have people on who have made some kind of big career move, and I'm going to get to the heart of how the hell they did that. I don't want these BS answers of, yeah, and I went from this job to this job and ended up here, and here I am. That is not good enough for me. I want to know exactly how they did it. I want to know who helped them get there. I want to know how they knew to even like go back to school for something, if that was a thing. I want to know the shitty unpaid or cheap jobs that they took to gain experience. Um, I want to know all that stuff because I know that's what you want to know too. We'll also have career experts on who are really fun to talk to because a lot of them tend to say similar things, but in totally different ways from one another, which I think hearing different people's perspectives on different bits of career wisdom is really, really important and kind of fun. So we'll have recruiters on who will talk about how you as an employee or a future employee can best position yourself to getting a job at a company that you're really excited about. We'll have people who are experts in resume writing on to learn, you know, do you still have to include it all on one page? Do you even need a resume anymore now in the days of LinkedIn? The answer is yes. Um, spoiler alert. And just how to really tell your story in a way that's clear and concise so that somebody glancing at your resume for whatever 30 seconds, maybe that they actually look at it 
so that they can see exactly who you are on paper and give you that first interview. We will have interesting people like improv experts on to tell us how to use different improv skills in networking and in salary negotiation and in your first job interview and then dealing with challenges on the job. I like to describe myself as a type A with a dash of woo person, meaning I really like practical advice, but I'm also down to talk about how your astrological portrait affects what you should be doing as a career. So I'm going to have an astrologer on. I'm going to have a numerology expert on because the way that I look at it is good advice is good advice. And almost everything can be tied back to or attached to moving through your career. So good communication advice for your personal life can totally be useful in your job. So a lot of what I talk to my guests about will kind of translate both to your working life and your personal life. So I always tell people in my workshops, if you're having relationship troubles, you can apply almost all of this knowledge to your personal and relationship life as well. So keep that in mind. So those are the kind of guests we're going to have on. I'm super excited. I have an incredible roster of people that are lined up to be interviewed who I am so excited just from a selfish standpoint to learn how the hell they got the jobs that they have. We're going to have a former Disney Imagineer on. We have people that have worked in the entertainment industry, just people with really cool jobs, lots of multi-passionates because that's what I consider myself. And I think People that have a lot of different interests, both personally and professionally, are just generally more fascinating people to talk to. Um, so yeah, we're going to have a lot of really great people to listen to. I will warn you, a lot of these conversations end up going at about 45 minutes because once it gets going, it's just been so fun to keep going and, and not stall the conversation for a time limit. So hopefully you find them to be as fascinating as I do. Um, but if not, hey, you can always skip to the next one. So a little bit about me, because who the hell am I and where do I get off telling you what to do with your career? Again, I am Bailey Hancock. I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I am a professional development junkie. I have a serious addiction to office supplies and calendars. I think I have at least six calendars in my house at this current moment. My favorite time of the year is December when I get to order all of my calendars for next year. So that just happened and I'm real excited. Listen, at least it's not drugs, right? Whatever. Um, and I'm also a career happiness strategist, which means kind of my life purpose, at least as it stands now, is helping people figure out how to navigate their careers in a way that feels really freaking good. So that's what I'm going to bring to the table. Personally, I don't know. I'm just somebody that's always been really fascinated with personal and professional development. Um, I founded the career experiment a couple of years ago, which the whole point of that was to help people figure out what they should do next in their career. Because what I kept seeing time and time again with my friends and my colleagues was people would get in a role and then within a couple years, they would start to feel stuck. They would start to feel pigeonholed into that career path. And I'm here to tell you that you're never stuck and nothing is forever good or bad. So although that can feel a little pessimistic at first glance, I think it's actually incredibly optimistic. Because when things are really good, when you're really happy in your career or hell, your whole life, stop and pause and really take note of what's so good about it. What is making you really happy about that situation so that when you're not in that situation anymore, you're able to replicate it to the best of your ability. So if you're in a job currently that you just freaking love, take a look, look around. Next time you're at work, stare around your office and think, okay, well, what is it about this job that's making me really happy? Is it the people I'm working with? 
Is it the company mission? Is it the perks? Am I really freaking good at my job? Whatever it is, it's totally on you, but take note. And then on the flip side, when things are bad, when you hate your job, when you feel like life just sucks, you can kind of cling to those good times and know that they will be back, probably in a different whole capacity, but they'll be back because they always are. Life is a series of ups and downs. So if you're down, remember that this will not last forever. One of my favorite bits of advice is this too shall pass. And I do look at it both in the positive and the negative. So while you're in it, appreciate it for what it is. Usually with those bad jobs, you're getting something else out of it. And it's generally hard to tell what that thing is going to be until you're out of it. However, while you're in it, do your best to find the lesson learned. I often say that in a bad job, generally what people take away from it are all of the things that they don't want in a future job. Also, it's super important to cling to the good people in all of your different situations. Some of my most hated jobs, I've met some of my favorite people and we're still in contact to this day. And one of the reoccurring themes of this podcast that you'll hear too is the incredible importance of networking. Not even just meeting new people, but really leveraging the connections that you've made across your different jobs and your different activities that you're involved in, your school, whatever it is, you keep the good people close to you and nurture those relationships. And I will tell you, relationship karma is real. So if people have done you solids and they've gotten you indoors, always be thankful, show up, bring your A game, don't disappoint them, and then return the favor to somebody that could use your help as well. Because there's always somebody below you, no matter where you are in life, there's always somebody a couple years behind you that could probably use your wisdom, even if you don't think you have a lot of it. So why should you care? Why should you listen to this podcast? I think our careers are something that are such an integral part of our lives and of our personalities and how we define ourselves and how we spend our days. How we spend our days are how we spend our lives. And for most of us, that includes eight hours worth of working five days a week. So if you're not excited about your job, if you're not feeling fulfilled, whatever that means for you, and it is very personal and very individual, and we'll talk about that too, then you need to figure out how to make a change. And I know that change is scary, and I know that change feels sometimes like this insurmountable thing in front of you, and it's just easier to keep going about things the way that you've been going about them. But comfort is not usually a place of change and comfort is usually not a place of excitement. So it is up to you. If you're right now in your career and you're thinking like, I don't know, it's fine, it's whatever. If you get the Sunday scaries or the Sunday blues, whatever you call them, the night before you go back to work on Monday, I think it's worth identifying whether there's something that you can fix. And I hope that I can be part of helping you do that. Everybody that I have on this show, I promise to ask them the questions that I think are going to be most valuable to you. And, you know, maybe one out of every five guests you're going to really resonate with, but that's the goal. If you can get one out of five people that speak the language that you need to hear at that point in time, I will have done my job. I'm also completely open to any suggestions anybody has or any particular questions. You can always reach out to me. All of my social handles are in the show notes, but it's just at Bailey Hancock. No E though. My mom really messed me up there. Thanks mom. It's okay. I'm unique. I just will never have a pen with my name on it. So it's B-A-I-L-Y Hancock like John pretty much at every social channel. So never be afraid to reach out. Shoot me a message on Instagram or shoot me an email. Do whatever you got to do. But if there's something that 
you've had a burning question about as it relates to careers or health, life, I don't know, I'll give you life advice if you want it. Ask. I'm happy to answer it. I'm happy to get somebody else on the show who can speak to it better than me. But at the end of the day, I want this podcast to be useful and valuable and worth your very precious limited time because we all have very limited time. And I'm personally a podcast snob, so I get it. Um, yeah, that's about all I have to tell you today. I'm just really excited to kick this off. Um, I'm really excited to hopefully help you figure out how to make some big moves in your career and to just give you some good nuggets of wisdom from these incredible people that I'm going to have on the show. So if you enjoy this podcast, please, I'd love to have you share it with your friends because everybody's got a job. Even if you're not in the working world, you're still doing something. And I think it's valuable information for just about everybody. So please share, please give me your feedback. And I look forward to getting to know you and to let you get to know me. Thanks a lot. We'll talk soon.